Hello and welcome to the September 28th edition of the REIT Report. I'm your host, Sarah Borsenkito, and today we're looking at NEREIT's latest rent collection survey results with Nicole Funari, NEREIT VP for Research. Nicole, welcome to the podcast. Good morning, Sarah. So NEREIT began surveying its members on rent collection data at the start of the pandemic, and September is the last regularly scheduled survey. Why are you stopping now? So we've been, yeah, as you said, we've been conducting the survey since April, and most of the sectors had stabilized by July, and the remaining sectors seem to be heading that direction to September. So looking across the landscape of the survey, we realized we really, I mean, we just weren't learning that much new from each monthly update, and we decided fall, September, we've seen the sector stabilize now is probably a good opportunity to just call it quits on doing this every month. We also are concerned that, you know, rent collection, it's, it's only one piece of REIT operations. It doesn't tell you everything you need to know about net operating income. And it doesn't tell you that, you, you know, those REITs are never going to get that rent again. So it says a lot about tenant health, which I think was useful information, especially early in the pandemic. But as we've kind of stabilized over time, I think we're just not learning new information about the REITs themselves. Mm-hmm. And why did the last two months focus on apartments, freestanding retail and shopping centers? Right. Like I said, I mean, the industrial office and healthcare sectors had kind of stabilized earlier in, in the survey months. So when we started, you know, we, we definitely saw some shifts around in April, May, and June for those three sectors, um, but very very quickly they sort of hit a, a peak level and then kind of stayed there from June to July, and there just wasn't a lot of interesting story that we thought was coming out of the survey to tell us more about those sectors, especially because, you know, I mean, office is what it is. You know, that corporate clients, people will come back when they come back. Um, There's just really not a lot of action there. And we wanted to keep monitoring apartments because things were changing in that landscape, especially with, you know, the stimulus expiring and there wasn't a new stimulus to replace it yet, if that ever comes. And we saw, you know, pretty substantial changes on the retail sectors, freestanding and shopping centers month to month. So we definitely wanted to keep an eye on those. So for August and September, we just did apartments because we wanted, like I said, just to keep an eye on it, especially with all the news coming out about tenants not paying. And then we wanted to keep freestanding and shopping centers in there because we actually were seeing changes month to month. And what sort of results did you see in the September survey? So despite all the gloom and doom, I mean, we kept an eye on apartments, but really they stabilized kind of along with the rest of the sectors earlier in the survey. By, uh, you know, by June, the, it's depending on how we calculate it because, you know, we, we market cap weighted. Apartments have basically stayed at 95 to 96% of their typical rent share collection since since June. So we really didn't see the big drop-off that maybe the news had led us to believe we were expecting. Um, I think we can say that uh, apartment rents definitely, uh, for REITs anyway, I think the tenant mix and, and who's living in those apartments and the markets that REITs are in uh, had, a, had a better story overall than uh, commercial real estate apartments 
uh, for for non-REIT owners. Um, and for freestanding, we saw yet another uptick to uh, almost 95%. And for shopping centers, they are close to 82%. So again, month-to-month increases for both of those subsectors. And what do you think you learned from the survey results for the whole of the six-month period? I think looking over the whole six-month period, we really saw a story emerge about resiliency. I think we saw, you know, in the early months of the survey, we definitely saw the impact of the shock. You know, economists like to call things shocks. Uh, We definitely saw that here. We definitely saw some short-term effects. Um, some uncertainty about how the pandemic was going to affect the economy. Um, but I think like, I think, you know, hopefully most of our listeners can relate to this, that, you know, that the short-term effects and what's going to happen next kind of dissipated fairly quickly. And we all kind of got used to the new normal um, and things stabilized pretty well for, for most of the property sectors. Um, and I I think it's really I think no one was expecting the trajectory for retail. So I think, again, the biggest story has been freestanding started out at 73% by September, was almost at 95% of their typical rent collected. Uh, shopping centers at a much lower pace started uh, as low as um, uh, slightly over 50% of their typical rent collected and up to 82% by September. And so I think we just, I think we learned that there was a shock to the system, but that REITs were resilient enough to go through this period of readjustment and come out on the other side at a new normal at, at, in a fairly strong position. Okay, great. Nicole, thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Sarah. And to our listeners, for more news and analysis on REITs and listed real estate, be sure to visit NAREIT's website, REIT.com.